Oh yes, Hake is live. It is five minutes till 9 a.m. here in Los Angeles. And so I will not get totally started for five minutes, okay guys? Because I don't want the people who tune in at nine, you know the boomers, to miss out. Some of the boomers are already in the chat, I think, right? Or are they? But welcome everybody. I am live on all seven platforms, I think. Or six, I mean, really. You know, that I'm connected to the Discord. Jesse Lee Peterson does have a Discord. And we woefully neglect it, but there are some decent people who are regulars on there, I think. Man, it's been ages since I've gone on there. But anyways, I am James Hake. It is Sunday, July 5th, 2020. And boy, was it smoky out here. Oh my gosh, when I, <laughs> I stepped outside where I'm living, and I looked around, oh my gosh, it's like foggy and smoky, because the fireworks were being set off all night last night, Even, and you know the fireworks have been going on pretty much every night for weeks, pretty much, but they were exaggerated yesterday, because <laughs> it's the 4th of July, and the Mexicans like to bring their Mexican uh, fireworks and light off the fireworks. Any excuse <laughs> to celebrate. I'm sure others were celebrating as well. And, you know, I think in Los Angeles you're not supposed to, but they were doing, like, illegal fireworks. The ones that go into the sky and make a beautiful explosion. My, very nice. I'm happy about that. No sound, Hake? Are you hearing me? Press 1 if you hear me. Press one if you hear me. But uh, somebody says, Skyward Journey says, no sound, Hake. So press one if you hear me. Anyways. I don't know. Maybe we can find out. Do, do, do. Turn up the sound. That's the best way to find out. I'm happy about that. I hear myself, Skyward Journey. Am I going into both earphones? Am I going into one earphone or, or two earphones? Let me know if it's, if it's, uh, press one if it's mono, press two if it's kind of weird. Anyways, appreciate you guys. Skyward Journey is trolling me. <laughs> nah, she wouldn't do that. Hake is live in stereo. Mono to both ears, that means, is what I mean. So, anyways, um, it's very beautiful that people are not listening to the, um, you know, the shutdown with this COVID thing. I mean, the whites are compliant, and so we are <laughs> eating it to an extent. But, uh, I don't know, it's ridiculous. We saw the Black Lives Matter protests, the Antifa riots, and the Black Lives Matter riots, and now they want to shut us down again. They're shutting down the um, businesses like crazy. Stuff still has not opened up properly. It's ridiculous. And the country is not totally united, at least not according to the media and the Democrats who hate America. There is music in the background. Oh, let me open up my, my uh, periscope. Some quick drudge headlines while we wait for a couple more minutes before we go live. Disunited states. Disunited. Disunity. Well, Trump wants to bring unity. He does. And he is a uniter. He's a unifier. Unifiers of people around the truth and the people too bad that there's well It's not bad, but there's so many people who are about lies and they hate America And so they hate Trump and they hate whites and that's why we have white history month. I'm wearing my white history month t-shirt Nice, huh? Doesn't July just feel white says Jesse Lee Peterson um, Baltimore pro protesters they call them protesters. They're really rioters Pull down the city's Columbus statue and toss it into the harbor in Baltimore, Maryland. Disgusting. And that is in <sighs> Little Italy or something like that. And it was put up by Italians, Italian-Americans, in uh, 1984, gifted to the city of Baltimore. Christopher Columbus. President Trump gave a speech honoring Christopher Columbus, among many others. So right on to him, and he is going to be building more monuments. 
So that's good. And he is going to be prosecuting these evil people, those who we can catch. And, you know, the city of Baltimore is a disgusting, corrupt city led by uh, far-left evil people. Black women who are very liberal, not leaders, um, and female-minded black males and white males, maybe. It's ridiculous. And then there's these black-armed protesters who marched through the Confederate Memorial Park in Georgia. Acting like, I don't know, there's a ton of them. I don't have the clip for you, but there was a ton of black nationalists. They want Texas. They want, give us some land so we can start our own country. That's ridiculous. They're acting like they are under attack by the whites or something. They're delusional. It's crazy. There's militias flocking to Gettysburg the other day to protect, to prevent any flag burning. So right on to them. Trump wants to make a law. And then I will get started with the show, guys. Trump wants to make a law seven, how, a year in jail if you burn the flag. Something like that. I like that. Because you have to put a strong stance against America haters. So right on. These people who are hating America, they don't have a leg to stand on. Do you even know the definition of liberal? Says, uh, Nuxerft. Yes. Haters of America. That's liberal. <laughs> or people with hatred. People with anger. If you have anger, you're a liberal. That's Jesse Lee Peterson's uh, definition, and it is a good one. Yeah, liberals are evil. And that's what Antifa are. That's what Black Lives Matter are. That's what the Democrats are. That's what the Rhinos are. And uh, that's what we are until we get past it. So anyways, I have a great little response to this interesting article for you. So get ready. We're going to get on started with the show. And you guys can call in to 888-775-3773. Uh, this person, Noxertif, says liberal. One. Oh, he's listening to the, the fake news dictionary. Open to new behavior of opinions or opinions and willing to discard traditional values. They have more liberal views toward marriage and divorce than some people. That's the first definition. Two, of education, concerned mainly with broadening a person's general knowledge and experience rather than with technical or professional training. See, I told you. A liberal, liberals are suckers. They believe fake news. Dictionary definitions are not reality and also uh, open to new behavior so open that you're going to accept all time types of evil That's what liberals are today, and they're closed off to decent people. So anyways, let me get started with the show Get ready If you hate white people, you hate America. And if you hate America, you are no good for America. And so, should, but should we be identifying with our whiteness? I'm gonna be talking about this and more. You can call in too. Oh, it's the hate report, the hate report, la la la. What's up, guys? As I said, it is the 5th of July, 2020. Hope you had a beautiful, true Independence Day in, in America on the, uh, or wherever you are in the world. If you're in Sweden or wherever. Uh, it was Independence Day yesterday here in the United States. And the president gave a couple of excellent speeches both yesterday and the day before. Between the two days, he gave a couple of excellent speeches. So right on. And Black Lives Matter is not, it's not that they went too far, it's that they're evil from the start. Evil at core. Their whole, their whole uh, saying 
this whole slogan, Black Lives Matter, is a slur, a false slur upon America that Americans are the ones who uh, don't love blacks. Well, those who, uh, if we don't tell them that they're wrong, then we don't love them. But if we pretend that they're victims, then we really don't love them. That's the worst thing, to pretend that they're being victims of whites and police and all that madness. It's ridiculous. White-hating, America-hating Colin Kaepernick, indoctrinated by his girlfriend and by social media and by elitists, the fake elite. Um, he calls the 4th of July a celebration of white supremacy. That's a drudge headline, right? If you want to call it that, fine. Be a sucker. Conjure the monster, right? Usher in the false stereo stereotype into reality. Because whites today are not into their whiteness. But some are becoming that way. It reminds me, by the way, San Francisco doesn't want real things, speaking of stereotypes, like mud shot, mug shots, to be made public. Can you believe it? Because that could feed a racial stereotype. Why? Because disproportionate criminal suspects in San Francisco, and really around the country, are black. And some Hispanic, too. It's crazy. Um, so, identifying with whiteness. Most whites do not identify with their whiteness, at least not knowingly. Uh, most whites are brainwashed, actually, conditioned to avoid mentioning, identifying with, or talking about being white, especially not in any positive way. If they do, it's either dismissive, or joking, or outright critical in sometimes very inaccurate ways. They're ashamed of, oh, what if we were, I knew a, I knew a woman who said, oh, what if we were descended from, sla from slave owners? So what? Quit being all melodramatic about slavery. There's plenty of evil today to deal with. I don't know if, I don't know, there was a lot of decent slave owners and there were some indecent slave owners. When whites mention whites as whites as white, that's how they talk though. They may identify, they may identify with being Irish, since we now include them as white, <laughs> or Italian, or Scottish, English, Swedish, etc. But when we're attacked, when anyone who's light-skinned is attacked, they're attacked as white. When they are, when they have said something true or controversial. Even if a light-skinned Jew or a light-skinned white Hispanic commits some type of thing, says something off-color, they're attacked as white. For example, Bill Maher. Isn't he Jewish? He's a Jewish atheist. <laughs> and he said, oh, I'm a house N-word. He joked around with the N-word. And he was attacked as white. And is, he's used as for, they're used for, to attack whites. It's crazy, especially if they're conservative or they say something racially true or racially funny or whatever. If they have too much freedom of speech. Um, Jesse Lee Peterson has encouraged blacks to get over their blackness. So should whites be getting into their whiteness? They shouldn't be shying away from it. They shouldn't be afraid of being called white or racist or whatever. Um, You've heard me, by the way, he's urged people, Jesse Lee Peterson, whose church I'm a producer for, Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, I produce it, I make sure that it goes out online, stuff like that, or between me and the black engineers who make it happen. Um, he encourages people to overcome culture and into what's right, which is something that happens naturally when you are a child of God, right? You've heard me talking about People um, identifying with what's right as opposed to what's white or black or Hispanic or whatever. Whites are often right. In this country, most of them vote Republican. Believe it or not, I think that's changing. Whites should overcome their shyness and fear of talking about how evil people falsely smear whites, though. Yeah, past and present. And not be... Oh, apologizing for slavery, uh, or being all melodramatic about it. White History Month is July, 
It's a declaration of love and appreciation for whites past and present. Especially the past ones, because they were better men than any of the people who are smearing them. And better men than most of us, I would say. They've been falsely maligned and marginalized, whites have. And we invite all races on White History Month to celebrate White History Month. White History. So this diversity stuff, diversity is not a value. Inclusiveness or inclusivity or whatever you want to call it is not in itself a value. Because like this young man or woman said on my uh, Twitch stream, I think, um, liberals are inclusive of all kinds of diverse evils. And that's what we don't want. If we hold a high standard of perfection, then um, we see a few decent people of all races on the side of good. Very nice. But some are being tempted to believe in race and not God. Since that's what our enemies do, they're becoming like the enemy that they hate. It's interesting. So this brings me to this article that I came across from Jared Taylor's telegram. Jared Taylor is a white advocate, right? People call him a white nationalist, but he doesn't call himself that. But um, this came from his website, Amren, American Renaissance, Amren.com. American Renaissance is his organization. And the title is A Declaration of White Spiritual Independence. What that means, I don't know, and I read this article. It's by Gregory Hood, put out July 4th, 2020. And he makes a lot, however, of true statements about the attack on whites. Here's some quotes from the article. YouTube, Amazon Prime, Netflix are all promoting Black Lives Matter. In contrast, American Renaissance just lost its eight-year-old channel. American Renaissance is white advocacy, right? And they're based largely in factual information. But YouTube, Amazon Prime, Netflix, all promoting Black Lives Matter, which is based on lies that blacks are victims. The National Football League, NFL, and then I will get to calls, plans to play Lift Every Voice and Sing, which is supposedly the black national anthem, before every first game of the next season. There are some reports that NBA may paint Black Lives Matter on the courts or allow players to wear militant slogans on their jerseys. Even NASCAR has gone PC, politically correct, by banning the Confederate flag, a false smear and scapegoat of white Southerners. White Southerners are not racist and they're not the problem of black people. They're not oppressing anyone. They're not pro-slavery. I don't know anybody today who is pro-slavery. They... uh, even General Lee said that slave, owning slaves is a headache, in not so many words. It's worse for the whites than it is for the blacks. More troublesome. Uh, meanwhile, mobs destroy monuments, this man writes, to southern heroes, the founders, Ulysses S. Grant, St. Junipero. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that man's name right, but he is an, a historical figure. ABC reported that the national parks remain overwhelmingly white, which is an existential crisis for them. Uh, Whiteness itself is the problem, says the book uh, Robin D'Angelo's White Fragility. White Fragility is the number two best-selling book at Amazon. You've heard about some of these things on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Amazon, meanwhile, banned the Confederate flag and also... Jared Taylor's book, White Identity. White Fragility is the number one paperback nonfiction bestseller on the New York Times bestseller list. First of five quote-unquote anti-racist books. It's number two in combined print and ebook nonfiction preceded by John Bolton's attack on President Trump, who is the arch-fiend of this new faith of Black Lives Matter. And Black Lives Matter is a cult. Ms. D'Angelo is a highly paid corporate consultant who does anti-racist training. Even the Trump administration itself reportedly paid her company for diversity consulting. And, you know, the, the administration is filled with corrupt people, some of whom are holdovers from 
the Obama administration and maybe even prior. The New York Times' 1619 project, which puts blacks at the very center of American history, is being worked into school curricula around the country. Other authors, including Ibram Kendi and ta Coates, are teaching whites about the breadth and depth of their racism. The creed is pro- producing catechisms. There are several books about how to be an anti-racist, including coloring books for children. All that is true. Tablet noted, by the way. Tablet is an outlet that self-help social justice is allowing privileged, spiritually starved white women to journal through their guilt. Crazy, huh? So, is individualism the problem? Because individualism is, uh, most whites are individuals. (laughs) And the blacks who come out of their blackness become individuals. Very few. Even some of the blacks who turn conservative, they don't They don't be individuals. They still believe in their blackness and they hate whites still. They still believe in racism. But there are a few people who become individuals. But Hood writes, this guy, Gregory Hood, in American Renaissance, he writes, Robin D'Angelo is right about whites. We are fragile. We are fragile because we and we alone believe in individualism. He's saying this on the whole, right? Um... But I ask, is that true? Is that why whites are fragile? I think it's more likely fear, cowardice, not standing on what's right, anger. I think those are what make whites fragile. Anger manifests in either being outwardly angry like the blacks or cowardly like the whites. You know, looking on the whole, right? On the big picture. Exceptions to the rule. Whites alone took Martin Luther King Jr. seriously when he talked about judging people by the content of their character. And that's true. Um, Majorities of every race race or ethnicity is central to their identity. Yeah. Just 15% of whites do. Most whites believe that being racist is deeply immoral. And that is so retarded to be thinking that. It's not in the Bible. It is... Not immoral. It's natural. This most, and what I'm referring to as racist is the things that be, are being called racist, such as telling the truth about other races. When you're white, you tell the truth about blacks, it's racist. Or you say the N-word and you're white, it's racist. No. You're expressing your freedom of speech. Maybe it may not be maybe ill-advised, but it's not racist. You tell the truth... It's not racist. People are being called racist for doing true or natural or right things for the most part. Or stuff that they just have the right to do and it may be ill-advised, like I said. There's literally nothing worse than white supremacy, says Taylor Swift, who's dumb. (laughs) And racism, these are all quotes from this article. So he's given you a lot of true statements. The only one I disagree with so far is uh, we're fragile because we believe in individualism. Racism and white supremacy have become so broadly defined that there's nothing we can do that it isn't blameworthy. Yep. Hood says we were radicalized. He's referring to himself and other whites who are into their whiteness. Quote, unquote, radicalized by multicultural student programs, race-obsessed media, and liberal professors. And that's true. When you look at Dylan Roof, he was radicalized not by going to the, the Council of Concerned Citizens and seeing facts about black-on-white crime. He was radicalized by the undue attack on white people and America. That's what radicalized him. And also he was poorly raised. He had a bad family situation and he was an uh, angry person. Angry person, I correct. <laughs> yeah, the, the anger is what, and that's, that's the real radicalization when you're going to commit a, actually a violent crime. These people, Jared Taylor, I don't know that he's radical. Sam Francis said whites exist objectively, but not subjectively, meaning that whites don't see themselves as whites, despite the malevolent gaze of others. Yeah. A white woman who publicly kisses the boots of a black man, this man says, can surely sink no further. But I say that's not true. You can always sink further. As disgraceful as that woman and her boyfriend were who was kissing the boots of the blacks, one can always sink further, I say. So that's two disagreements. (laughs) Although it was a horrible scene. White privilege, conspiracy theories notwithstanding, we are not in power. Indeed, once 
the institutions of society started to rail against white privilege, we can be certain there is no such thing. We are unrepresented. No one speaks for us, this man says. And no one will until we recognize that we are a people with the right and duty to advance our interests, whatever they may be. We have nothing to apologize for and a proud legacy to defend. We are European Americans, he says. People of light, one branch of that great white diaspora <laughs> who served as torchbearers to the world. Interesting. So, he said, uh, Declaration of White Spiritual Independence. Is it spiritual to identify with the physical, with the whiteness? Hood goes on. That's what I ask. Is it spiritual to identify with whiteness? He says, we are still part of the United States of America. We built it. However, we can no longer pretend that this is our country. We are one of several peoples living under this government. We can expect that other groups will soon want their own anthems, flags, and special treatment. They've been getting special treatment. But yeah, we must do the same developing and defending symbols that are part of our collective racial experience, as Miss D'Angelo puts it, he says. We must organize not as Republicans, conservatives, Christians, or even Americans, but as whites, he says. Interesting. This July 4th, we need a spiritual declaration of independence and assertion of our own racial identity, he says. We will form a state within a state. Sounds like a, that sounds like a white nationalist thing. We will heed the words from our revolutionary past, join or die. So Gregory Hood is a staff writer for American Renaissance. He's been active in conservative groups in the United States. His work can be found on Parler, Gab, Telegram, VK. He also says in the article, writes in the article, that he is a millennial. Millennial. And the millennials, the whites, uh, the clear-minded ones, at least the ones who aren't brainwashed by the attack on whites, can see that there's a crazy attack on whites. So my reaction, I think individualism is not the problem, in my view. Yes, there is, like, what you would call, like, taking the joke too far, hyper-individualism, right? Um, in which you don't care about anyone, or you don't uh, stand for justice for other people, I guess. But the individual is the one who suffers, and people who are individuals should support justice for all individuals. And um, to be white is to be an individual. So this guy is trying to, it seemingly, change white culture away from being individuals. And I don't know. To be white is to be individual, not hung up on race. <laughs> And that's part of why we're successful, I think. Individuals of other races who see the injustice against whites, people who are truly individuals, they too speak out against the injustice against whites. Case in point, Jesse Lee Peterson. Yeah, very few. I recognize that. I'm not pretending that we have to kiss up to the other races or pretend that like we're not going to be shy away from white people or whiteness or whatever. But they are... Allies of whites, not as whites, but as of what's right. In my opinion, the problem is fear of being called white, a.k.a. racist, believing lies and being angry and blind. Hood says, we are European Americans. I am not into the European thing. I'm, I mean, the Europeans of the past, I can appreciate I remember the story of, I heard Jesse Lee Peterson tell the story, I think Jesse Jackson or somebody, some other black idiot started calling blacks African-Americans, which was the worst thing, one of the, one, a, a bad thing for black Americans. A bad thing. Uh, Jesse Lee Peterson makes the point that if they went to Africa, they would be seen as Americans. If we went to Europe, we would be seen as Americans. Europe does not have our values of freedom of speech, the right to keep and bear arms, um, and real justice. That's the reason we left the, the um, England. We declared independence from England because they did not support justice for the Americans. They believed in kings and a fake version of Christianity. And now... And now they believe in socialism and secularism and atheism. And a lot of these whites who are getting into the whites are, are atheists, which is understandable, right? Uh, it makes sense by, at that point. 
we are Americans and we are white, those of us who are white, <laughs> and our fellow Americans, whatever they are, if they have any love for what's right, they should love and not hate us whites. And it won't go well for us or them for them to hate us. So when you stand on what's right, then um, it's better for you and everybody around you. And I completely agree with him, though, that we should never apologize for slavery or Jim Crow or segregation or redlining or so-called mass incarceration, which is a ridiculous complaint, police brutality or mass shootings. Uh-uh. We didn't do any of that. The only people who did mass shootings are the mass shooters. <laughs> and uh, nobody's honest about the true reasons for the historical stuff. You know, the Jim Crow and all that stuff. That was their best false solution. And maybe, I don't know, some of it might not have been as bad as what is portrayed, right? Um, whether they were right or wrong, nobody is really honest about the true reasons. Oh, they think racism. <laughs> Instead, let's deal with big picture reality, present day reality. Evil hates good, and evil hates the decency and freedom of whites and of America. And that's why they're attacking Trump. They're attacking Christians. They're attacking men. They're attacking uh, anybody who's decent from any other race who's standing up for what's right. So false identity in my... I think this, is a fa this white thing is a false identity. Yes, I'll stay white as long as I live, right? But <laughs> at least on this wor world, whatever. But Hood's saying join, our di join or die. He seems to be saying unite as whites or be picked off and destroyed just like the South African whites are being destroyed along with the whole rest of the country, it's the worst thing for South Africa to be hating the South African whites, by the way. When I read that join or die thing at first, though, and it's maybe my fault, but I, it sounded like a threatening statement because I know that there's a lot of angry, radical whites may mean it as a threatening statement. You better join or else we'll kill you. <laughs> if we don't kill you, somebody else will. But angry whites will hate you, they'll hate me, for remaining or becoming an individual. Angry blind whites will not even understand what their true, who their true friends or enemies are. There's a lot of angry blind whites who hate Jesse Lee Peterson. And they don't realize that he's for what's right, which is the best thing for everybody. Look at every Jew, Hispanic, black, homosexual, transgender, Asian, or other blind person who identifies with their phony external imitation of an identity. Look at the ADL, the NAACP, the GLAD, which is Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. They make their living defaming everybody who's not pro-homosexual. Color of Change, Black Lives Matter, now the National Organization of Women Who Hate Men, as Jesse Lee Peterson describes them. Uh, not, one, not only do those groups falsely smear whites, men, Christians, whatever, America, they hurt America, they also kill the souls of those they pretend to represent. They're the worst thing for the groups that they're pretending to be for. Think about the ADL. They're the worst thing for the Jews. If the Jews were for what's right, they would not be for the ADL. And many of them don't agree with the Well, maybe a few of them don't agree with the ADL. I don't know. But um, the droves of people who are into these false identities, they're spiritually dead and dying. So this spiritual declaration of independence, I don't know what he means by it. Would whites be therefore well advised to take on this white identity? Not shy away from their white heritage, I guess. Let's say whites join and unite in order to fight back against the false smears against them. And they are false smears against them. Would whites still self-police? Because whites, the Tea Party, conservatives, decent people tend to self-police. Meaning they throw out the bad eggs, right? I think that they would try to self-police, but would they have the wisdom to do it right? If their foundation is wrong? I don't know. Would they put out the evil ones from their midst? The alt-right. Look at what happened with the alt-right. They quickly fractured after this smear campaign that was the... Charlottesville situation and then I will get take calls guys The Charlottesville situation was a total smear campaign against them 
total fake news against them. Many of them now face legal trouble from that situation, though. Many, some are in spiritual trouble. They're not right spiritually or whatever. And some of them hate one another now. They're not united. Some of them are united because they, uh, you know, still agree with each other. But what is spiritual independence? What is spiritual? Does Hood know? I don't know. He doesn't spend much time explaining this. He spends a lot of time on the symptoms, which is an excellent compilation. He gives a few quick clues about the diagnosis, but I think I disagree. Selfishness more than individualism is part of the problem. Why it's too busy working, uh, I don't, you know, stuff like that. He gives very little, very vague description of his idea of this solution. White's forming a state within the state, a state within the state of uh, the United States? I don't know. I only know that we have to keep fighting for what's right. And not be afraid of being called white. <laughs> but whites have distinguished themselves mostly by being for what's right. Let's not let that go away by whatever outside pressure. And I'm not against w talking and working with pro-white people who are, when they're right though, when they're right. Even most Christians are evil. If you identify with Christianity, you have to throw out all the people that are fake Christians, of which most are. <laughs> so you have to work with them as well. Atheists and others too, sometimes they're on the side of what's right, especially like the, like the Mo Stefan Molyneux, he's sometimes for what's right. Oftentimes, I think. We do need unity around what's right. And defending whites from false attacks is right. That's right. Anyways, that's my rant. Let me get to some calls. <laughs> I appreciate you guys hanging on. Samuel from Sweden is on the line. He is, he is, follow his YouTube channel. Subscribe to his YouTube channel, Samuel Freiholz. Freiholz, I think. You can correct me on the pronunciation. He's put out three White History Month submissions. Short and sweet videos about Swedish white heroes. Right on. And it's love that he expresses. It's cool. I haven't seen the third one yet. It just came out. Uh, Samuel out of Sweden. Thanks for holding. What's up? It's, I'm doing well. And, uh, you know, you say so many things that make me want to call in and say things because you stimulate my mind. Right on. Uh, and you meant, I call in because you mentioned that some people in Texas wanted to get their own land and create a new country inside of America. Right. And and uh, it got me thinking, the new video you talked about that I did, uh, it, the interesting thing that was that it's about a king, uh, and when he uh, got in power, he was 25 years old, the political parties in Sweden was fighting so intense that they were about to destroy Sweden. It was like yeah. tearing Sweden, uh, uh, oh, tearing it apart from inside. And he want he he wanted to save Sweden as a whole country. So he said uh, he he gathered some uh, military and said we have to do is to save our motherland. And he got he took power over Sweden and kind of <laughs> shut down the political parties for a while. But and what was his name again? Uh, Gustav uh, III. Gustav III. Nice. Yeah. But anyway, you know, when I did this, uh, read about him, I was thinking about America and thinking about how uh, the political party, especially Democrats, are like tearing America apart and yeah. uh, different uh, states... Uh, the governors are letting people do whatever, burning things down, creating yep. a communist zone. And I, I think you almost need a a strong person who can take power and try to end all this madness. And Trump yep. tries to do his best, but I don't know if he has the power as a president to really unite as that uh, the king I talked about, right? Because he he really he, he did a military coup. And really got power, <laughs> but he united it. Right. He, he kept. He kept it by uh, force, huh? Hard. Yeah, but you know, ordinary people liked him because he was good-hearted. He tried to, and he ended a lot of uh, torture 
less uh, death penalty. Uh, he removed death penalty for less uh, crimes and things like that. Oh, I good. Make it Sweden a better place. Nice. So uh, so he he was loved by ordinary people. Right on. That's cool, man. Beautiful White yeah. History Month submission. And yeah, uh, there are you know they're they're selectively enforcing the laws or the rules or whatever you want to call them here. They're letting the the evil people run wild, and then forcing the good people to stay inside and close down their businesses, or the halfway decent people to stay inside and close down their businesses. I don't know if there's a lot of good people here, but they're halfway decent, and we need to call out that decent, bring forth that decency to overcome the evil. And that's what Trump is trying to do. Even though he is not a king, <laughs> people act like they think he should be, I don't know, it's wild. <laughs> like he should be uh, more effective than he is when um, he, his own administration is against him and it's not purely his fault. You know, he's hired a lot of people that are questionable, but but he's also inherited a lot of people that he you can't just up and fire all these people, unfortunately. I wish that he, maybe he could, but, you know, there would be like a revolt. There would be people pretending like, oh, he's just playing politics when they're the ones playing politics. He's for what's right. Yeah, I think he'd try to do the best. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, you mentioned another thing uh, when I was waiting, and I also wanted to uh, talk a little about that. And you said that, that Americans are not Europeans. And right. And you said that because you have another view on free speech and the right to bear arms. Yep. And I wanted to add to that because uh, another very important thing is that America has the freedom of religion in a way that uh, up to the 20th century, uh, it, you didn't have the right to have any other religion than the state uh Christianity. Yeah, and and that's and, the key point. The state version of the Christianity. It's crazy. Yeah, and and it's still even if you have freedom of having a religion now, it's uh, it's very hard to have homeschooling or have a Christian yep. school with pre, uh, prayer and things like that. They are camping down anyway in Sweden. It's, you know, you can't uh, have a morning prayer at school, at a Christian school and things like that. That's insane. Because the state doesn't like that. So that's a very big difference. Still, uh, they, the state is attack in Europe, state is attacking religious freedom. Yep. And another thing is that Americans are built on independence from the state. Yep. And in Sweden, people don't get it. I think I've become Americanized because <laughs> I understand that people should not uh, be uh, have the state uh, force themselves on, upon you. Yeah. And uh, I, I try to tell people, if you have a billion dollars, no other person in society has the right to get your money. It's yep. your money. And everyone are like socialists. And <laughs> in Europe, there always been, you know, uh, uh, authority and uh, the government has run people's lives and uh, interfered in people's lives, and uh, I would say that the uh, thing that American differs from Europeans. They, they really, they, many of Americans understand freedom, uh, yeah. independence from the state. Yep, and that's going away. We're becoming more like the worst aspects of Europe, <laughs> and so it's a shame. I appreciate it, Samuel. Very good input. Take care. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, see, do. I see you in church. All right, let me get to Richard in North Carolina. Richard, it's good to hear from you. What's hey. up? Well, I just want to let you know that one of the kids I talked to, one of the younger kids, the, uh, the Zeds or the Zoomers or whatever the heck they call themselves, Yeah. Uh, I convinced her to celebrate the 4th. Oh, nice. Right yeah, on. Congratulations. She said, she said, yeah, and she also said she made her sister, who was her birthday, a nice little breakfast. She said it. But I said really encouraged her to have a good day today, she said. That's cool. That is a nice report. Having an influence on on a younger on the younger population that really is, you know, our hope for the future. That's the yeah. It is. You have to. The millennials, I think, the millennials are lost. (laughs) Many, most, I would say. Yeah, most. most. (laughs) I appreciate that, Richard. This is a nice report. Yeah. Did you see the uh, the the guy that got hit on I five in Seattle? I saw. I saw. Two people get hit by a car in this footage yeah. that I saw on uh, 
I didn't know that that was on the five freeway in Seattle. You know, you know when they flew in the air like that, I just saw what Jesse says. She did. <laughs> you know, uh, they were both in critical <laughs> condition last I heard. But one of them did. One of them did die. The okay. woman died. Yeah. And I was just thinking what Jesse said. She did. You yeah. Know that when she hit the ground like that. Yeah. And that guy's being charged for those idiots jumping in front of traffic like that when he's on a sixty-five mile an hour zone or seventy mile an hour zone. Yep. I mean, why are they? It, to be honest, fault. to be honest, it looked like he didn't even see them because he was in the. It looked like he had changed lanes because there was another car blocking the path. So he changed yeah, lanes. Yeah, two cars blocking paths. Yeah. He changed lanes to go around, and then suddenly he sees them, and it's too late. But you know, yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it as intentional. But you know, that no. was just my first view of it. But well, they, those me, people should. Those people need to be charged for being on the freeway. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going 65 miles an hour down a freeway and suddenly a car pops in front of you, blocking vertically across the road, yeah. I'm saying vertically, Chris, and, and, and you swerve and you slam on the brake, but you can't stop in time, and then someone jumps in front of you at the last second, you can't avoid that. Right. And you know, um, most people don't go just 65. <laughs> no, he was, go- he, he was clocked at 65 in the okay. He was actually being cautious. He was going slower because he saw the car and yeah, slowing yeah. down. It's crazy, but you know, I've had I've always had nightmares about that because they're pulling that crap in Raleigh right now. They're they're jumping in front of cars. They're blocking the major roads in Raleigh now. Yeah, and and someone had to take off, and and one of the idiots were you know hung onto the roof. And I said, just don't do that because he's just going to go faster and faster until you get flung off. Yeah, you know. Anyways, man, I appreciate it, Richard. Take care. Sure. Take care. All right. See Bye. Man, what a mess. It's it's. It's crazy because if you do stop, they're liable to bash in your windows. It's crazy. What a mess. Um, before I get to before I get to Caroline and Gavin and the rest of you guys, hang tight, guys. Let me just read a few super chats. Asmodor gave some diamonds Friday towards the end that I didn't get to, to acknowledge. Appreciate that. Maze was trying to police my language <laughs> at the very tail end. Thank you to Jesse Lee Peterson for hosting the Hake Report. Hot Computer Smell gave a diamond. Excellent uh, artwork, by the way, Hot Computer Smell. Um, check out her channel, dlive.tv slash Hot Computer Smell. Are we ending sooner than two hours for church today? Yes, we are. There is no two-hour show on Sundays for the Hake Report. <laughs> I'm, I'm two hours Monday through Friday. Two hours Monday through Friday. Not going two hours for church. For uh, church day. Appreciate the question. Lin Yan Chin says, James, have you noticed that trying to hold on to the silent prayer reference point of focusing on where your tr- thoughts travel improves the efficiency of kinesthetic chains? Boosted me by 10% just now. <laughs> he says, I took 30 minutes and 32 seconds to do 163 reps for each of four basic body weight, body weight exercises yesterday. Today I did 181 in each of, of each in 30 minutes and 43 seconds. Almost the exact same time span, but with 18 more reps per exercise. Let Jesse know, please. <laughs> right on, Lin Yenchen. <laughs> he says, There's a pro- that's a progressive circuit, not a continuous exertion on any one type of exercise. A flowing from one to the next aid to aid max rep range. Otherwise, it can't hit 100. <laughs> right on, Lynn. He says, please forward this to church 23 hours from now. The devil within you is greater than that of the world. Overcome it and see what mama can't. Interesting. John X15 says, lib equals filth. Yeah. Skyward Journey gave a diamond and says, BLM is a joke, as in Black Lives Matter. But also, of course, the Bureau of Land Management. <laughs> In many senses. But uh, Skyward Journey goes on. But nothing is more irritating than whites harping along with it and not even understanding why they are doing it. Supporting the Black Lives Matter. Yeah, disgusting. Crystal K says, A liberal ex-friend of 17 years reached out to me after no interaction for two years. He's an atheist Jewish college tutor who hates the right. What do you think? Should I try to find common ground or no? Well, if he wants to talk and you don't mind talking... You can talk with them. I don't know about trying to find common ground because that tends to mean ignoring where you disagree. And if he doesn't mind 
uh, not ignoring that, then don't mind discussing the disagreement. So, that's what I think. But, know for yourself, right? Uh, let me just double check the last bit here. SOBC gave a super chat. Thank you very much, SOBC, whom I have doxed many a time. Appreciate you, man. That's short for Story of the Black Conservative. Thanks, man. That's cool. Um, Turtle Bro Man gave a diamond. And uh, let me get to back to some calls before I... <laughs> and it is White History Month. And uh, doesn't you don't have to be into whiteness to, be, to celebrate White History Month. You have to be just for what's right. Have some love for white people. Anyways, Caroline, out of Arcadia, California, is on the line. Caroline, it's good to hear from you again. What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Happy White History Month. Thank you. Didn't Trump have an excellent white history speech over um, at the uh, Mount Rushmore? That was so nice. And that he gave was... another one. He gave another one Ding. yesterday. Wonderful is our how wonderful is the great white hope. He is quite wonderful. <laughs> he is just doing it. He is fighting the fight. Yeah. And he is just leading by example. Yeah. And that speech and the governor. What did you think of the governor? Governor, what was what was her name? She was good. Oh yeah. Out of, yeah. Um Christy Noem. N O E M. Out of yeah. uh out of South Dakota. Yeah, she was all right. Yeah. I, you know, it's nice. I'm glad that she supports Trump. Um, and she gave some good factual information and good principles in her speech. But I really loved Trump because he's spreading love, whereas these evil people are spreading hatred. The evil people being the media and, and the Democrats and the rhinos and the um, people tearing down these statues like crazy. They tore down... A Christopher Columbus statue, and I loved that Trump honored Christopher Columbus and many others. That's cool. Yes, exactly. And my sister just told me this morning that they tore down another one. Yeah. And I like when he, yeah, I like when he said, "Oh, you seem to like tearing down. We're going to give you thirty more." That was so amazing. <laughs> yeah, that that's was, cool. He's building yeah, a garden of American heroes. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, I kind of, I kind of forgot what I, what I, what um, I was going to talk about, but. I was been listening to what you're saying, so I got off track. Um, but what I, you know, what I was wondering, what do you think? What do you guys think about? Well, how, how come there's no statue of JFK? He did some good stuff. You know, and I think that one? there must be a statue of him somewhere. I know that there's a bust of him, which is to say, like a, a sculpture of his head and yeah. upper uh, chest area or upper shoulder area. I feel like okay. I've seen a bust of him. So there is some sculptures of him out there. I don't know. I don't know much about JFK. I've heard good things. I've heard bad things. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's probably better than any of the Democrats today, huh? Yeah. I mean, we, we you know, um, that's, you know, mostly of the boomers. My, my parents are boomers, and my sister and I are Gen Xers. Yeah. And, um, I mean, for me, like, uh, you know, I mean, I, I think that JFK, if he would have had more money behind him, he would have done a lot more, like what Trump is trying to, what Trump is doing. Yeah. Um. You know, like, and like we say, our family, my sister and I, and my brother, and my nephew, we're red, and our dad is like, that's another story. But anyways, um, if it doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter if people are red or blue, James. What about country? Right. What about being American? Yeah. Forget about the party, man. Forget yeah. about it. It's all about God and country, and I think that his speech on uh, the day before 4th of July really proved it. And not only that, but people got to remember, that's, and it's true, well, wait, President Trump wasn't a Republican. He was a Democrat. Right, for years. For country, James. Yep. He's for the country, and that's what we need, and that's what people need to get out of that that little, their own intellect, you know, some people are so much in their head and some, so many people are, you know, they, they drown in their own intellect. My brother always says that. And I'm like, that is such a good analogy. I love that. Yeah, that's and, true. And I've been guilty of it too. You know, I'm sure a lot of us listening, you, everybody, we all have. Yeah. We've all been drowning. No, you know, we try to, we try to make something of it when really like JP says, it's not this, it's not that. 
it's good or bad. And once we see that, all that other intellectualizing everything, it just like fades away. Yeah. And it's so true. But um, yeah, I mean that speech was so amazing. I was just like, this is this was so so good. And you know, uh, I mean, it's he's. I'm not even. I was. I was like, when the first. Because I called you when when we um when the corona first started. Yeah. In in L.A. My, I was, I'm the one I called up on MacArthur Park. And, um, oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> Horrible. Yeah, totally. How far yeah. they've fallen. Uh, Ridiculous. MacArthur Park. It? Yeah, yeah, totally. And that nice Jewish deli, if you guys ever get a chance to go over there when it reopens, that Landers deli is so amazing. But they got to close that, too, because of all the, the, the generators out there, James. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I was and, – and his speech yesterday, the, the – um, the Fourth of July show, everything. Him and Melania. Oh my God, I love our first lady. I know. How beautiful is she? <laughs> She's cool. Oh my and God. And she was holding She's... his hand and not slapping it away. Remember, there was a viral <laughs> video of of Trump trying to hold her hand, walking to like the airplane or something, and then she like pulled her hand, jerked her hand away. Well, she's yeah, behaving but... now, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, well, it was nice on. too to see him honor David Dorn, the late David Dorn. And yeah. his family, because there has, uh, has there been any, like, mention or lip service to David Dorn from the evil people? I don't, no, I don't know of any. Yeah, no, because there's no sensationalism in that, James. Yeah. yeah but he, totally. he's honoring yeah. an honorable man. And yes. these people that are being torn down are honorable men. Way better than yes. the people that are uh, trying to, or supporting the takedown. It's crazy. Exactly. Appreciate exactly. it, Caroline. Thank you. You guys have... Um, uh, a wonderful church day and happy white history month and just keep on just keep on trucking keep on trumping all right <laughs> appreciate it caroline Bye, guys. take care later that is nice someone get bill gave a diamond thank you man appreciate that um let me just double check something you know, there's the young people are so deluded by evil. There was this video, Drudge shared it, and I'll have it f for my uh, blog post. I'll share it in my blog post. Young Americans know nothing about the 4th of July. It's not just the educators and the mass media who have failed. And they failed on purpose, by the way. They're evil. They hate America. Social media companies, too, and the politically correct corporations are also falsely smearing Millions of young people and old people. <laughs> a detransition. I saw this video, a short portion of this video. A detransitioned young woman, young lady named Helena, appeared in a live stream. And detransitioned means former transgender. She was trying to be a man uh, or a boy, I guess, because she was underage. She appeared in a live stream YouTube with journalist Mike, Michael Tracy's YouTube video. Uh, channel M Tracy why all this trans stuff was the title of the video and I caught the beginning of the portion of it she started she said that she started reading and participating in the social media outlet tumblr <laughs> and I started looking at tumblr when I became a producer for Jesse Lee Peterson because I was looking for liberal guests it's hard to get guests from people on tumblr they're a bunch of cowards but um, it is this just Promoting pure degeneracy, evil, feminist, LGBTQ, radical, black, anti-white, victimhood, all types of different victimhood mindsets. You learn a little bit of interesting stuff. I learned about how Disney, all the villains, are like supposedly um, anti-Semitic stereotypes. <laughs> all the witches and the evil people. Um... So, you know, these intellectuals, they have a lot of knowledge and information, which is just mildly amusing, in, uh, interesting information. But they're evil people. They are not for what's right. Tumblr. And I heard, you know, I was banned on the website Tumblr, by the way, because I started interacting with people too much. But Jordan B. Peterson, you know, the guy um, from Canada who says to, he doesn't say to pull up your pants. He says to stand up straight, clean your room, stuff like that. Get your own life together. And, you know, he's, he's going through it right now because he's got hooked on these antidepressants or anti-anxiety drugs. But anyways, he pointed out that his audience 
on YouTube is mostly male, but YouTube has a mostly male audience, whereas Tumblr is mostly female. And it is far left female. And these, she, this woman, Helena, you know, she was a young teenager, 14 years old, started getting on Tumblr. By 15, she turned transgender. <laughs> oh my gosh. And she had bad parents, you know, just ignoring her, allowing her to be just doing nothing at school. Um, and it's good to be kind of hands-off as a parent, I guess, but it's crazy. Meanwhile, inside the ad boycott, the ad boycott that has Facebook on the defensive, you know, the scum of the earth that I just named earlier this show, ADL, NAACP, National Association Against Colored People, um, Color of Change, all these trash, disgusting organizations. They have all these scared, stupid corporations like... Uh, you know, big corporations, Coca-Cola, Unilever, I think Coca-Cola, uh, Ford, uh, 400 or more organizations boycotting Facebook ads, right? They're no longer advertising on Facebook to put pressure on Facebook to censor conservatives. That's what I say it is. But to crack down on hate speech, stupid. Hate speech is defined as anything that uh, conservatives say that's true. <laughs> Or even non-left-wingers say that's true. Whites, men, anything. Anyways, I told you guys about that in Hake News and on the Hake Report Friday, I think it was, July 3rd. But, yeah, mass brainwashing, it's not just in the schools, it's also on the social media. The masses of evil people. Let me get to some callers, though. Gavin, out of Oceanside, first-time caller, has been on hold forever. Gavin, thanks for holding. What's up? Hey. Hey, what's up? Hey, happy White History Month. And Thank you. Weekend, man. Same to you. Um, happy White History Month and Independence Day. Open in the treasure chest. Cool. I just wanted to uh, give my little uh, experience about yesterday on 4th of July. I live out here in North County, San Diego, Oceanside. Yeah. It's real big state culture out here. So I go to the state parks a lot, and uh, a lot of my friends, Yesterday, nobody dressed up. Nobody had patriotism. Yeah. Nobody had a flag on. It was really, really weird. How and old are they? I'm 21, and it ranges from 16 all the way to 30 plus out here. A lot, a lot of people are skating. Yep. And everybody's having a barbecue, and I'm saying hi to some of my friends, and they're kind of like giving me uh, crap for uh, wearing like American flag. Yeah. Shorts. Yeah, you know, I said, um, I love my country, man. And uh, their reply was, it's not a good time to love your country right now. And it really blew me away for <laughs> someone to say that. Yeah, that and is, well, right on to you, man. Media or anything, but um, yeah, me and my girlfriend, we, we love dressing up. We love our country. And uh, it was weird. Nobody, they were celebrating nothing. Having yeah. fireworks and it was sad. Yeah. But, uh, they they are so they're brainwashed, man. And so right on to you yeah. for being real, an individual. That's punk rock in a good way. Yeah, man. I really feel like the new punk rock is uh, loving American songs. Yeah, that's true. That's that's fearlessness. That's standing alone on what's right, and that may awaken some of those guys, especially if you. I, I think it is because none of them. They know how I stand now. And nice. None of them are treating me any different because they knew me as a friend right. before. So they can't say that I'm a bigot or racist or whatever for standing for Trump. Yeah. So the good thing is that they didn't treat me any different. They just don't like America. It's all social media brainwashed. Yep. Yeah. They just, they're not thinking for themselves, which I don't know not if that exists, all. but they're, uh, they're deluded on the side of, you know, by evil. But right on, man, and you sound like you're you're yeah. not going crazy with with it, because some people freak out and go crazy and and yeah, man, yeah. A lot of my friends, and it's sad to uh, see how confused they are. Yeah, yeah, but hey, that's just reality. Be glad to know it. It's it isn't really sad because mm -hmm. it's it's you know like what the Bible says: be glad when you go through trials of many time, uh -huh. kinds. And in all honesty. That's your friend's problem if they're going through that. It's not your problem yep. that they're not with you, at least not on mm -hmm. on loving America. 
It's it's but not still my friend. At the yeah, end of the day. they didn't treat me any differently. Right. And even if even if they do, you just still treat them right. Yeah. Yeah. And I did feel like a target out there, though. <laughs> right. I bet. Definitely wearing the American flag. I was. It was weird. Might as well being I, be yeah. wearing the Confederate flag or the right. whatever. It's exactly. crazy. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. That's cool. That's a nice story, man. Yeah, are, are you white? Uh, stick up for my country. Oh yeah, I'm white. I have some Mexican, some Cuban blood. Okay. Some Irish, but I'm white with um, blue eyes, white skin. Nice. So everybody sees me as a white guy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Appreciate you, Gavin. Happy White History Month. Happy Independence Day. And right on to you for all being right. independent. That's cool, man. Take care. All right. Thanks for you. Thanks for all your hard work, man. All right. Take care, man. Let me just pay a respect and appreciation for Turtle Bro Man. Someone get Bill. Hot computer smell. Noah's Arkansas. Simp no mo. <laughs> Zedek Zedekiel. Rudyard. Take care, business bear. Thirst man. Hip pocket 71s. Thank you guys. And congratulations to Super Dave. Great, well deserved, lucky follower for the uh, stuff. Chief Aug, Brandon M, Turtle Broman, Yudyard, Rudyard, good job, guys. And thank you to everybody on YouTube, DLive, Periscope, Mixer, Twitch, and Facebook, and wherever else if I miss anything. <laughs> I'm sorry to Maze and DJ and Kevin, I cannot get to you guys. Call me tomorrow. The Hake Report, Monday through Friday, two hours. Sunday, just one hour. Sorry, y'all. But catch Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, rebuildingtheman.com slash church. And guys, let me know what you think of my analysis of that man's uh, this uh, declaration of independence for uh, white spiritual independence. All right, guys. Thehakereport.com, rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Take care.